Cleveland is out of here! Talk about a hole-in-one. Are you serious? There'll be another front foot. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, the front foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green. And Maxi Gorn, they're not the only one who's been on the front foot, although there's not too many at the moment. I'm here, and I'm on the front foot. James, where the hell are you? <laughs> uh, just parked on a side street, mate. <laughs> Melbourne traffic, eh? Yeah, just uh, got the better of me uh, this evening. So, uh, <laughs> of Melbourne uh, traffic one, James zero. This will do, this will do. We have to get it out to the people. And um, Salt, meet the wound, because uh, our first message is from Jordan. Jordan Tunbridge. Lads, I can't come in and do the front foot this week. I'm in hospital with a chest infection. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's no good at all. The, the two of you dealing with um, congestion. They are different, <laughs> but congestion nonetheless. Also, because you're in the car... Um, you can't really be drinking and driving, can you? No, so I'm uh, yeah, certainly not not drinking, um, but I'm sure you'll be having one for me. Well, funny you say that, because I thought, well, James can't drink at the moment because he's driving, so I've done a bit of snooping, and I've actually got here a can and a stubby version of the Carlton Zero. On the label, it says 100% Carlton draft, 0% alcohol. Really? Really. How's it going down? I tell you what, if I gave you one of these and didn't tell you it was an alcoholic, you wouldn't you wouldn't pick up on it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yep. That's what you want, I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know who would want to have a beer if, you know, it's got nothing in it, but each to their own. It's, to me, it seems a bit pointless. But if you're on the road and you like the taste of beer, like James is at the moment, Carlton Zero. That's why you're our beer of the week this week. <laughs> hey, oh, good um, I'll tell you what. I am pumped for two Melbourne sides. The Melbourne Storm. I've been picking them for the last uh, couple of months to go back to back. And my boys, the Hawks. Tell you what, I've got a feeling in me waters and a few other Hawthorne people I've spoken to just have the same thing. Bring on Richmond Thursday night. At the MCG, I tell you what, James, watch out. You could see Hawthorne in another prelim. It's a free hit for you guys, really. Yeah, essentially. Um, you know, they're obviously expected to win. They've been playing really really well, so have you guys. And mate, the Melbourne Storm are playing for a, uh, another minor premiership uh, in Melbourne this weekend. So Friday night, they've, they're up against the Panthers. So that'll be a cracker as well. Uh, naturally, I'll leave the bad news to you. Uh, what's the go with our teams over in um, in the APL? Yeah, so Huddersfield, obviously, we're on the bandwagon this year. They've finally picked up a point, uh, which is great. Stop it. Uh, nil, all, nil all draw. Uh, they had a red, red card in the 60th minute, oh, so God. they held on, our boys. <laughs> it's, it's not been a great start. Uh, neither has it been for Man United, who have uh, had the worst, their worst start to an EPL season in that. Uh, over 20 years, so a little bit of trouble there. But uh, US Open's on as well, um, and I saw uh, our girl Dasha. She went, she won six love, six love. So we'll have to keep a track of her over the next couple of weeks as well. So um, yeah, that'll be an interesting one over in the US. Absolutely. Uh, if you've got a message or something you want to hit us up, we're on all forms of social media. Find the Front Foot Podcast 
on Insta, Facey and Twitter. The Front Foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green. Carlton Zero, the, in inverted commas, beer of the week. 0% alcohol because James is on the road, so we thought we'd play it safe, play by the rules. Just quickly, before we get to your buy, swap and sell, how filthy would you be if Hawthorne knocked off Richmond in the qualifying final? Uh, oh, I wouldn't be too filthy. If you deserve to win, you deserve to win, mate. Oh, you would be filthy. Oh, I'd be filthy, yeah. There, but, there uh, I reckon Richmond supporters would be a little bit more upset than I am. <laughs> <laughs> They've won, what, 20 in a row or whatever it is at the G, and then... Uh, yeah, look, that'll be a cracking couple of nights at the MCG. You got oh. uh, that Thursday night game, and then the MCC will be packed at the rafters. Everyone will be down from Hotham uh, that that night, uh, the Friday night against Geelong. Um, now, I need a breather from the AFL for a minute because I need to save up some energy and some breath because I'm going to give them an almighty whack in a moment. But where are you putting your money to kick off this week? Mate, I'm putting my money... Uh, you might, and I mentioned Man United earlier that they're really struggling, but... Their manager, Jose Mourinho, I'm putting my money on him. Uh, a lot of people are calling for his head, but there is a reason that uh, United went out and got him. Uh, he didn't really get what he wanted in the pre-season in terms of players that uh, he wanted to be purchased. and He uh, had a little bit to say after their 3-0 loss to Tottenham uh, over the weekend, and here it is. Okay. Now, just to finish, do you know that what was the result? 3-0. Three nil. Do you know what this means? <laughs> three nil. But also mean three premierships, and I won more premierships alone than the other nineteen managers together. <laughs> three for me and two for them. Respect. 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 Respect, man. Respect. Respect. <laughs> so I'm, I'm firstly buying on his uh, managerial record, but I'm also buying on his entertainment value. <laughs> That is uh, so good. The club as well. How good they just screaming at the res- reporters on the way out. Respect, respect, respect. Uh, I'm, I'm all for him, mate. I love him. That, that is fair. I don't know if I'll be able to back that up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going for two Aussies in our NFL. I say our NFL because we love it and we are frothing at the bit that the season kicks off uh, next week. And that means fantasy's back. Uh, <laughs> two Aussies are playing in the NFL for the Eagles. You've got Jordan uh, Malata. Uh, he comes from an NRL background. And from an AFL background is Michael Dixon at the Seahawks. Now, a week or so ago, uh, Michael Dixon wasn't even expected to be in the squad. Now it looks like he's going to be starting as a kicker in week one. That is he's huge. Got a on it. Oh. Yeah, mate. Good, mate. Oh, oh! Tell you what, if I wasn't already a Seahawks fan, I'd be jumping on that bandwagon. You... Well, the Eagles bloke Mayata uh, was a seventh-round draft pick, and everyone thought it was just, a, oh, we'll see how he goes. And now, if he makes the cut uh, for the fifty-three-man squad, he'll be in for a big payday as well. Um, so that'd be very exciting for him. It's interesting because while I'm putting my money on those Australians, I want to swap out. An Australian, a guy that I've tried really, really, really hard to jump on his bandwagon, Nick Kyrgios. I'm swapping him out for one of the greatest of all time, uh, Rafael Nadal, just because he's an absolute gentleman. He's uh, he's rivaling Roger at the moment in all aspects of being human and a sports star. 
He, uh, in his first round of um, the US Open, was playing fellow countryman David Ferrer. Uh, and the emotion that happened after Ferrer hurt his calf and couldn't play anymore and therefore ended his uh, campaign career in the Grand Slam tournaments. So he's going... He's done. He's, it's a Grand Slam retirement. Oh, no. So the scenes after it were very emotional. The two of them were hugging. And in the, his press conference after, Rafa Nadal was just saying how bad he feels for him, how much he loves him as a human. He's one of the best sports people to come out of their country. And I just thought, you know what? That's how it should be. You and I say so often, you go to battle, you try and absolutely dominate the other person, but afterwards, you're human, you shake your hands, and you move on, and you give the other bloke a pat on the back if he deserves it. Uh, but Kyrgios doesn't even deserve a pat on the back at the moment, me don't uh, think. And, and that's fair enough, mate. Nadal and Federer are really showing the way in... Uh how they present themselves on and off the uh, court. But, mate, I am, um, I'm swapping, uh, you would have seen during the week, the All-Australian squad comes out. So the squad of 40, which they'll cut down to 22 uh, in the week leading up to the grand final. Uh, one bloke missed out, which um, I took a bit of notice of because I just couldn't believe that he wasn't in the, in the squad. I thought it would be pretty much a lock to be in the team. Even Coniglio, I'm swapping him in for any one of the following. Pendles, Sidebottom, Shane Edwards, Kane Lambert, or his teammate, Callan Ward. And here's the reasons why, mate. Coniglio's had an outstanding season. He's averaged close to 28 touches, uh, 11.5 contested possessions, five clearances, five tackles, and kicked 21 goals. In comparison to, like, say, a Pendlebury, uh, you know, those numbers stack up. But he's kicked 10 or 12 more goals on average than all of the other midfielders names in the squad, so I just couldn't believe he's missed out. You know, he's got the same numbers, more of an impact on the scoreboard. Am I missing something here? I'm I'm surprised that you'd put him ahead of side bottom. He's had an, an outstanding yeah. year. He, he has had it. He has, but I think Caniglio is just like exactly what you want in your midfield. And and again, not nothing against these these blokes. They've had all of them. All of those blokes that I named have had outstanding years. I just I feel like I'm missing something. He has been the leader of that midfield in a team that's come back throughout the year. Um, yeah, every time I watch him, you know, he's on fire. He doesn't have a bad game. Yeah, I just I just don't understand it. You and I were having the discussion about a week or so ago about the All Australian, and I said to you, James Sicily from Hawthorne. Now he broke his hand slash arm, um, which means he hasn't played since round seventeen. Uh, yep. Up until that point, he was a lock as an All-Australian halfbacker. He wasn't even in the squad. Now, you and I were yep. talking about it. I said, does he get in? Similar thing happened to Nat Fife, leading the Brownlow, hands yep. down before he got injured. To see neither of those blokes even in the squad, I thought was borderline a joke because they were they were that far ahead in their positions um, with how well they were performing. I reckon that if their injuries had happened at the very start of the season, say they come in round six or seven, they would be all Australians because that's, it would be fresh in the mind. Yeah, that's not a bad call. Maybe we need to swap out the All-Australian selectors uh, for you and I, mate. Maybe that should be, a, be my swap. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, now, it must be said, we don't talk to each other about what we're doing. We go out and find our own things. But interesting and not surprising <laughs> that we are both 
selling on the AFL ticketing slash ticket tech. Absolute debacle that has been the first day of the uh, finals tickets up for grabs. I can't believe we're in 2018. Oh, 2018. No, that's, exactly, that's what I was going to say, mate. It's 2018. How hard can it be? I don't hear about these issues over in the States or in the UK. Generally, it runs pretty smoothly. How come this happens every single year? The poor clubs have to deal with the backlash from the fans. It's not actually the club's fault. Like, who's who's to blame here? Like, how can we get this sorted? It just needs to be fixed. No wonder we've got the week off after the finals, so the computers have got enough time to reboot so people can actually <laughs> buy the bloody tickets. Seriously, I don't understand, especially you've got two weeks off. When you've got a final between two sides who have the highest memberships ever, they've got 180,000 members between them, Hawthorne and Richmond. When you've got potentially that many people just trying to get on for one game, why wouldn't you spread it out? Why wouldn't you have one day, one one game, one day, the next game, etc.? I just think, seriously, it's it's an absolute joke. And the AFL, and as you said, it doesn't happen over in America. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Jeez, oh, tell you what, they ought to be uh, pretty ashamed and embarrassed. This is The Front Foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green. No change room chat this week, unfortunately. Jordan resting and nursing a chest infection. Uh, he'll be back with us next week. And James, stuck in Melbourne traffic. So we're on zero alcohol this week. Our beer of the week is Carlton Zero. Absolutely 0% alcohol in it, and it actually tastes like a beer, which is quite funny. Um, i tell you what, we, we were talking before, and we thought, you know, it's the end of the AFL season. We might bring back time to say goodbye. All right, James, I'll let you take the honours. Who are you uh, saying goodbye to? Yeah, mate, I'm uh, I'm completely off the Channel 9 footy show. Um, I feel like it's just one of those shows that's been around. It's like one of those for the boys show. And I just think in 2018, we are at a point where the stigma that's attached to that show, the absolute rubbish that they turn up or turn out every week. I, I honestly haven't watched a minute of it this year. Have you, have you watched it at all? I have. I've, I've tried to give it a go, um, but I think you can't get rid of it because it is just an absolute stable mate. And just quietly, that's our second reference to it's 2018. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like Sam Newman, just all he does, he says stuff for, to get attention, get the headlines. I think there are plenty of other shows out there that are really getting close and if not have already taken over, like the Front Bar or Channel 7. I love watching the AFL 360. You know, we've got a lot more um, content available to us now as, as fans. Uh, I'm just sick of, like, I just don't really, I, I don't even look for it anymore. So, mate, I just think this is probably its last year, its last leg. So, time to say goodbye to the footy show. No, see, I strongly disagree because it's a stable, mate. It is a part of the AFL week. You know, Thursday nights, the footy show. You can choose to watch it or not, James. That's up to you. But I don't reckon you can get something. I don't reckon you can get something rid of something like that. It's a part of the footy week. Nah, it's it's. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it is. It definitely used to be. I used to sit down with the family. We'd watch it on Thursday nights, and just got to a stage now where I honestly don't even look for it. I know I'm not the only one. Their ratings are dropping as well. Uh, They're definitely on the way out. I reckon. Hmm. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> um, I reckon this one may surprise you. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll give you one guess. Who am I saying goodbye to? Uh, I have no idea. You tell me, mate. Brendan Goddard. No. Well, he's already said goodbye. I said, oh, well, no, he hasn't technically, he has he? Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, but yeah. I, I absolutely think he should finish. Um, oh, I agree. And if I your agree. club picks him up, that's a huge mistake. Um, no. But he's a Hawthorne player. And he's the current skipper. Oh. It, it pains it pains me to say, Jared Rufford, time to say goodbye. He's, why? He, Tell me why. Tell it to me. He, he's an absolute legend of the club. Not only what he's done on field, which compared to some other greats of the club, doesn't really, you know, go that far. But just the type of person he is. He's one of those... Uh, figures at a club that people, you know, just want to hear from them, see them, see them do well, etc. He's had his battles. Um, but it, just watching him looks like, I don't know, he doesn't have another gear in him. And I reckon uh, if he yeah. goes one more, it would be one too many. That's why I would love it. If he got to hold up the Premiership Cup, not saying it will, I'm just saying hypothetically, <laughs> for a bloke like him, Hold up the Premiership Cup as a five-time Premiership player and then say, that's it, that's me, that is time to say goodbye. Because I would hate, and I've got a really bad feeling, that next year he's going to be in a different jumper. And oh, just for someone like Ruffy, I just think that's, oh, come on, that's that's like hooting a puppy. <laughs> yeah, look, I agree with you, Matt. I think he's probably at the point where he doesn't look like he's got that extra little bit of Dash it in, but it would be good, I reckon, for a club that needs a bit of leadership. He's uh, obviously well loved around the league, and um, you know he's been there and done it. So he could uh, he could certainly help out a team down the bottom. He would be great at another club. I just for selfish reasons don't want to see him there. <laughs> the front foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green. Now, it's usually at this point in time each week that I'm hoping and praying that James has actually remembered that he is now running things for Furfuel Fact and has remembered to either think of something or find something. James, how how, did we go today? Yep, I got there in the end, mate. I've got one for you, and I reckon it's a pretty good one. Outstanding. Uh, I'm I'm pretty excited by this. Based on the US Open, obviously, starting this week, men's single titles, Furfuel Fact. Here we go. Jimmy Connors. And Pete Sampras stand alone with the like an equal with the most US Open titles in history. Now this is the era open, so I'm not including uh, amateurs, which was back in the day. Mm-hmm. But during the era open, uh, the open era, sorry, uh, Jimmy Connors and Pete Sampras, Pete Sampras stand alone on five US Open titles, just the two of them there. You know what I just realised? You're not in here, so I'm just going to quickly... (laughs) I'm playing a trust game here. I'm just Googling it quickly. Um, (laughs) Well, I know... I don't know how many Jimmy Connors had, but obviously Sampras held the record before Federer knocked it off for all time. Um, He's a a yank himself, Jimmy Connors. I reckon... Okay, I'll tell you what. So you reckon they're both tied? Yep, Jimmy Connors. I'm going to say it's a fact. I'm going to say it's a fact. I reckon you're trying to throw me there, and I reckon they're both tied up on the same amount, whatever that may be. Well, 
this is a, this is actually a little. So it is a fact, but oh yeah, you. baby. Oh, hold on, <laughs> I'm going to say that you're wrong because Roger Federer is actually tied with them on five. No, 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 no. So, sorry, sorry. Challenge that absolutely. One, this yeah, is no. this is. I tried, I tried to sneak it past. <laughs> no, because you just asked if the two of them were tied together. Not if oh, anybody no, else was. I know. I was really hoping you'd be like, oh, that's fair enough. Nah, did you butcher <laughs> Did you try and stitch me up and you butchered it? No, I actually <laughs> thought that I actually had a feeling that you would have known about uh, Federer. So. Uh, no, I wouldn't have changed. I was, uh, I was yeah. thinking that you'd go Sampras and Federer, so Thirsty. No. Uh, <laughs> I love how you said it is a fact, but it's not really <laughs> because. <laughs> nah, but. <laughs> You suck at this, and I'm so good at picking the first few facts. I think I'm like five and one or something. I'm really, really good at this. Yeah, you are going well. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, if you're driving still, grab yourself a Carlton Zero. Otherwise, grab yourself a real beer when you get home. Um, you can check us out. We're on all forms of social media. The Front Foot Podcast. Leave us a message. Leave us a suggestion. James, um, I'll let you take some time to think about what a Hawthorne Premiership will look like this year.